You're listening to It's a Beautiful Influence with Allison and Krista. What the? No, I didn't cuss. I just said something you wouldn't like to hear. Welcome to the podcast where we encourage you to live boldly, speak freely, and take action. Five places middle schoolers and teens are getting illegal drugs. This is a really important topic. I was actually talking to uh, some of my volleyball players the other day, and they said that three kids were arrested from their middle school Mm -hmm. for having weed on campus. And I'm like, what? Yep. yep. I was shocked. I was like, this, when I went to school, it just didn't start that young. Yeah, I'm terrified because it is. They're exposed to it at such a younger age. And my, you know, my kids, my daughter's going to be in middle school in three years or four years. And I know they're at a private school, but I went to private Christian schools and I know that doesn't stop it. There's still people with naughty things. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So it's definitely something that, you know, we want to make people more aware of and have that understanding of, you know, that stuff is out there and you have to, you know, kind of understand the signs and what to look for and, and, you know, where kids are finding this stuff. And even if you don't have kids, you maybe have nieces or nephews. If you have Mm -hmm. a friend with kids, or maybe you're a coach or a teacher or you, you know, volunteer with kids, some there, I guarantee you there are some kids in your life who you could have a positive influence on mm-hmm. them or on their parents and helping them be more aware of what the heck is going on. Exactly. And sometimes those different roles, like a teacher, is almost more important than a parent, more influential to yep. that kid. Yep. So if you're able to identify or help with any of these things, super, super huge. Um, and so, you know, the average age of, you know, kids first using drugs is between 13 and 15. Which is so young. I was you have no terrified. idea what you're doing at 13. No, no, not at, no. You don't even have any idea what you're doing in college, yeah. much less 13. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And um, you know the statistics show that the younger somebody is when they try drugs for the first time, the more likely they are to become addicted, and that's the biggest fear. Right. I mean, especially because you don't always understand all the repercussions of what you're doing, and then once you're addicted, that's going to be more important than you know anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's hard to pinpoint exactly what makes kids start or try it in the in the first place but a lot of times they're just curious like you know what is this I've never tried it some kids are more likely if I don't know what something is I won't try it right I'm like nope no thank you don't know what that is yep (laughs) but a lot of kids you know oh I've never tried this um and then there's also you know wanting to fit in um treating mental health issues if they feel stressed or anxiety or you know what I mean yeah there's a bunch of different things that kids will do that for um but most importantly we have to understand where it comes from yeah and you know if you're wondering why on earth are we talking about an issue like this is because a lot of the um, desire to fit in or the mental health issues comes from social media and what's going on on social media yes. so it, it really has played a large role in why this has become a bigger deal. So we'll get back to that in a little bit. <laughs> yes, no, it's true. And, and yeah, I mean, that's, that's our whole purpose is to bring light to a lot of things that are caused on social media, um, the effects it has in real life. Yep. Right. Yep. And so, um, so not only monitoring the day to day stuff, but also seeing what's happening on your kids or your nieces and nephews, whoever's social media, um, is huge. And, and I've dealt with this a lot coaching, Um, I've found a few things on kids' social medias uh, that are kids from my teams, you know, um, where I've had to be like, hey, you know, we need to sit down and talk about this with your parents, you know. Um, And and it's solved a lot of really important issues that could have turned bad. Yep. You know? Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I mean, you know, in case you're thinking, oh, it's really not that bad. I mean, statistics from 2017 are showing that 30% 
of high schoolers regularly use alcohol and you know a shocking 13 and a half percent of them regularly binge drink which means they have more than four four or more drinks in a row right right and that's these are teenagers high schoolers yeah and then almost 20 percent are regularly using marijuana crazy and i bet the numbers are even higher i'm sure they're higher because yeah. especially with something that's coming up in another episode yes. vaping uh those illegal marijuana cartridges that people are putting in their in their whatever the vapor what is that even called i don't even e-cig or whatever anyway but we're clearly not in that realm <laughs> <laughs> but um you know that that realm is huge and it's it's impacting people's mental stability their mental clarity their ability to focus i mean i mean it affects so much it's not just oh that's not too good for you you know what i mean yeah um it's and a, it's affecting their academics their yeah. home life their family you know their family life their their athletic life their whatever all kinds of things yeah and especially you know starting at a young age that's where you want to cut it off and make sure that you know kids grow up with that solid foundation you know yep and so um kind of we're going to talk about the the five ways that kids get you know get to these drugs where they find them where they're first introduced to them because that's really the biggest problem mm-hmm. is um sorry just choked on my own spit if you <laughs> If you, um, if you get, in, if you don't get introduced to something, you're not going to, you know, it's not like you're going to go out and try to find it. Right. It's, it's, it's always that starting point. Right. And so, um, drugs in school, you know, number one is kids have it. So mm-hmm. it's like, where are they getting it from? Um, a lot of kids have a fake ID. Yeah. Um, and a lot of kids will use somebody else like an older brother or a friend, whatever, mm-hmm. say, Hey, go get this for me. Um, the, uh, drugs at home. And uh, online drug sales, huge part of social media, huge part of advertising. Yes, yep. Um, and then the fake online pharmacies. Yep. And that's, you know, so those five things are all scary. Like, you think in school, yeah, that's like the number one place that most kids end up getting, finding out about this. Mm-hmm. Well, now they find, they maybe see it all over social media, but they get access to this at school, which is, is really scary to think about, but it, it yes. is. Um, and then, you know, those drugs at home is, it is more and more common for like pe- parents or older siblings to be open about the use of certain drugs because they're legalized or it's become more normal to do that. And so if they're not put away, these young kids are maybe going and experimenting and the parents or older siblings don't even know. Right. Which is scary. And, you know, I just had a quick thought of like, I have an older brother who's four years older than me and he was the one that sat me down at 12 and was like, Hey, I want you to know, like... This is what you might get offered. This is what kinds of things are out there. Like, mm-hmm. I want you to know what they are, and I want you to come talk to me if anybody approaches you. I right. want you to come talk to me before you ever think of trying anything. Right. And it was actually my older brother who, like, made sure I was informed. And, like, I'm so thankful for that because I, when I wasn't, like, blindsided right. the first time, and I didn't even have social media, but, like, you know, I, I wasn't, like, you know, he made it very clear, like, this is not good for you, like, whatever. But, like, so right. coming from my older brother, like, it was, I respected his opinion, and, like, I listened to that. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, but now, even in today's social media world, like, if you're an older sibling, like, you can be like, hey, like, listen, I know you're seeing this. I know you think it looks cool, like, right. whatever. But, anyway. Right. No, and that's huge. I mean, you know, especially when it comes to the drugs at home, you've got to give kids and, you know, younger people context of, you know, why you're taking it or why you have it. And, you know, regardless of what your own habits are, 
to keep your kids away from it you have to make sure that you know you make a clear picture of this is not good for you or this is not right. something that you want to do or i'm an adult and i'm exactly i'm i've made the conscious choice and my brain is fully developed right right <laughs> your brain's not fully developed till you're 25 people so right. you know if you're under hey. 25 <laughs> get in there <laughs> um so. yeah no it, it's true and then a big part of this of this online drug sales and fake online pharmacies is you know, it's important to understand that the tobacco companies, the vape companies, these big companies are targeting kids. Even the weed companies, like in California, like there's a celebrity, I can't think of his name, who owns a chain of dispensaries, weed dispensaries called uh, Cookies. Mm-hmm. I can't think of it. He's a famous rapper or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so like, yeah, and like if you live in California, for example, like if you're 18 or you know somebody who's 18 or you have a fake ID, like you're seeing Cookie. I mean, they have an Instagram following like millions of people on their main mm-hmm. account. And then each of their franchise location has, gets like ends up getting 100,000 followers. Mm-hmm. Right? And so like... You can go, like, go see this on social media. I think you can order from their online store, like, mm-hmm. if you're in California, things mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah, that's, I mean, they're making it look cool and fun right. and, like... And I think, I'm I'm not sure, I mean, you'll know this for sure. I mean, I think in most areas, if you can target kids, the kids will annoy the parents to buy something, right? Yep. I mean, that's kind of a marketing thing in the first place. But yep. then if the kids, if this is something the kids don't even necessarily have to go through the parents, but kids are much more, you know, you can impress upon them. You can influence kids a lot easier. Yeah. And I think these companies have taken advantage of that because, you know, an adult who, like you said, has all of their marbles, hopefully, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I mean, is, is can make that conscious decision and be like, oh, I'm not interested, you know, yeah. but a kid's like, oh, what's that? So it's really important to know that these companies are targeting kids. Yep. They're making millions of dollars off of kids. Yep. And, you know, that's something to be aware of to understand that, you know, it's not just for the general public. They're targeting certain, you know, types of people. Yep. Just like way back in the day, cigarette companies targeted kids. Because yeah. if they got them addicted as teenagers. You would have it on the rest of your life. Yep. You have lifelong customers. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, so yeah, you need to be aware of those five, you know, sources that people, that kids can get them from. Uh, but you know, what, what can you do? <laughs> right. Exactly. What can you actually do to keep kids out of this realm? Um, and there, you know, we're going to talk about some ways that you can prevent substance abuse. And, um, so one thing is setting a good example yourself. That's the number one thing you can do is, you know, by making it really clear, you know, we kind of live in this culture today that's like, oh, whatever you want, whatever makes you happy. Well, there are some solid black and white lines. Right. No, it's not good for you to smoke. Right. No, it's not good for you to, I mean, you know, drinking wine and different things like that aren't bad, but underage. excessively or underage. Right. right. Is, is not smart. You right. know what I mean? Yep. Um, and so setting a good example by avoiding illegal drug use and by, you know, when you're talking about other things that... You know, I know other countries allow for you to drink wine at younger ages and do this and that. You've got to put into context, though, for kids. Whatever you decide to do with your kids or people around you, you've got to let them understand what it is they're doing. Yep. Because most kids just don't have information, don't understand. Yep. So it's important that you educate and you set a good example. Yep. Um, the next thing is is making sure that you <laughs> take medications <laughs> only as prescribed. I can't tell you the amount of people where... I'll be like, oh, my back's sore from deadlifts. They'll be like, oh, you want some Xanax? I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm like, I, <laughs> I just have a sore back. Like, I'm like, I'm cool. It's all right. It'll be fine tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, we all have prescription medicines for different things. And oftentimes we can easily, people can easily get like pain meds or whatever it is mm-hmm. um, really easily. But yeah, don't. 
don't do that. It's not good for you and it's not a good example for the kids. Exactly. And then the next part here is um, having a an open conversation about drug use, you know. Um, and I mean, I think there's different schools of thought as far as parenting goes and, and talking to kids about it. But I know that if you pretend like nothing is there, it makes it easier for kids to not oh, think yeah. about it. Yep. Right. Yeah. It's like my mm. mom had a book out. She was like, Allison, listen. I was like, I don't want to talk about it. She's like, no, 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 no. We're going to talk about it. I was like, <laughs> but because I knew what it did to your body and because yeah. she gave me those expectations, like you will not do this. Right. I was like, oh, well. You know what I mean? Yep. I didn't even think about it until I was old enough, yep. or at least legal, to do it. Yep. You know? I know. You, I mean, there's, and there's, you know, once again, you as a parent have to make a decision what's best, you know, for you and your family. But the point right. is, is you need to have a conversation. Right. You can't ignore this. Right. Um, I love the story of my husband and his grandfather was like a, a very important role in him in his life growing up. And it was almost like another father figure to him. Uh, really was. And, and his grandfather sat him down at 12 mm-hmm. and when he was getting close to turning 13 and said okay listen the teenage years are kind of crazy like there's a lot of opportunities of things going on you know um and things get in trouble but i'm gonna make you a deal if you don't smoke a single cigarette till you turn 18 if you don't get arrested before you turn 18 if you mm-hmm. don't get a girl pregnant before you turn 18 hey, all the, if all you the promise me and swear on your life that you have not touched any illegal drugs by the time you turn 18 and if you only drink alcohol like with the family because he grew up in a family where like at 16 he was allowed to have like a beer or whatever mm-hmm. like, that. like if you don't drink alcohol like outside of you know the family rules type mm-hmm. thing he's like i will buy you this car that you want on your 18th birthday i love it and he gave him that five-year goal of make it through these five crazy years mm-hmm. and not only did my husband respect his grandpa like crazy so he wanted to make him proud mm-hmm. but he also wanted that car yeah. and so he, he did like he did it but like nothing you have awesome. to bribe your kids but like the fact that he his grandpa sat down and he gave him reasons like this is why you shouldn't do all these things and this is what's going to happen right if you make it to through high school by not doing any of these things and you're going to be more successful and blah 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 right and showed him like all the pros and cons of, of doing it you know and not doing it and yeah. so anyways yeah having that open conversation is, is really important whatever you decide the rules are right make just, them clear but make them clear and have that conversation yes absolutely and then the other part is acknowledging pr- uh, peer pressure at school and really anywhere and I think sometimes um, you know parents will get disconnected from this because you know as you get older I mean I'm already disconnected from it I'm like I don't feel it anymore yeah. you know because you, you just get so used to doing what you do and being who you are and whatever but when you're a kid you feel oh, that pressure. pressure is crazy you yeah. know you feel that pressure and you're like oh you know I sh- what if I should do this because everyone's doing it you know you feel that that wanting to fit in because you don't know who you are and all of those things so you have to remember that there is peer pressure and kids feel it. And I don't care who it's you are. It's worse than ever because of social, social media, media, right? <laughs> so they're trying to be cool. They're trying to see all these influencers and celebrities that yep. who are making it like glamorous or normalizing it, like to be getting high, like on social media, on YouTube, on in their pictures, like they're partying it up, whatever. Like, yep. so they feel this pressure. Oh, if I want to be cool, this is what I have to do. Or like, if I want to fit in, it's what I have to do. It's true. And, and, and like you were saying this, the social media is a huge part. We were talking about um, actors and, and celebrities and musicians that really promoted on their social media, you know, for them, it might just be posting their life or whatever, but for kids, this is an influence, you know? So when you see big people that they look up to that have millions of followers and whatever, 
Um, kids are going to, that's, that's pressure for kids. Right. That is social media pressure. They see all the celebrities doing it. They want to do it. So this has to come back to, you have to, you have to be tracking, like, what, what are your kids watching? Right. Who are they following on social media? Yes. Like, are they following a bunch of celebrities or influencers who promote this type of stuff? Right. Like, I'm sorry. Until those kids are 18, you're paying for their phone. You're in charge of that. My kids yeah. are going to hate me. Like, cause I'm so into with social media. <laughs> like I'm going to be on it. And they're not allowed to follow any of those people, right? Because yeah. I don't, what, you know, they're so heavily affected by what, what they see. And we all are like what we watch and what we listen to mm-hmm. affects how we view life and what we think and the pressure we feel. Exactly. And so, you know, be aware of, of what TV shows, what movies, what celebrities, mm-hmm. what people are they subscribed to like, you know, a bunch of channels on YouTube that are promoting this? Maybe they are like mm-hmm. what, what track what they're doing who are they hanging out with where are they going like yeah. on the weekends <laughs> yes and and that's a big part is that you know i mean i've seen 12 year olds that are rapping you know g easy yeah and i'm like you know he cusses every two seconds he's talking about you know sex drugs whatever and it's like how is a 12 year old how do your parents not see pay attention anything yeah you know and so so it is and it it seems like it's obvious but that's an important thing to talk about because a lot of times parents just don't check they're like oh i have a good kid and it's like well yeah you do but they're still a kid yeah you know and there's a whole world at their fingertips that like has a bunch of stuff that can totally affect them exactly and we didn't have that growing up no you know anybody that is a parent now or that's you know above whatever 20 years old is you you it was different yep. you know your phones were just coming out things were just getting popular and what we have now what kids are growing up with now is completely different yep yep and so like the last thing i do is you want to actually be looking out for signs of substance substance abuse right yeah i mean it's there's signs <laughs> yeah there's signs is your kid always wanting to be alone are they depressed are they anxious you know how are they trying to deal with that and you know, it's important that especially at that age that you start teaching them how to deal with their issues Mm -hmm. because I have a lot of kids come up, you know, under the age of 13 that are like, well, I just have anxiety. Well, I'm just this. Well, I'm just that. And I'm like, okay, I understand that you have that, but how can we fix it? Right. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and it's important to try to get to that point before they turn to something to help them, you know, before they learn how to handle it themselves. Yep. Yeah. And you know, like things like, you know, like you said, go in the room for hours. Uh, nope, sorry, no closed doors in our house for our kids' rooms. Like, the doors yeah. stay open, and I'm going to know what you're doing in your room. Yeah, and, exactly. Like, I have one child who's very introverted, and after school, she needs that time to be alone and some quiet and decompressed. Uh-huh. Totally fine. But no more than half an hour, and then it's like, Kayla, get your butt down here. you got to get out of your room. You can't be by yourself for the rest of the day. Like, yeah. You know? And she's only eight. She's not doing anything bad. She just, she likes to be by herself after a busy day of being with people nonstop. Right. But like the point is is like yeah you need to watch that you need to make sure that your kid's not like suddenly changing are they having mood swings right sudden mood swings could be hormones could be drugs like you gotta you gotta know your kid you gotta pay attention yeah absolutely Um, are they like are they suddenly having a change in like how their grades are doing right or in their performance of their sports if they're in sports or like are they changing their friend circle all of a sudden right like there's a lot of things you can look for that could point in the direction of either substance abuse already happening or they're having some mental health issues that could lead to substance abuse. And a big part of it is sometimes just letting them know that you care because a lot of kids, if you are busy, you know, they, they just kind of think, well, oh, she doesn't care because you know, with kids, unless you tell them, 
they don't know. Yeah. You know, they can't, yeah. they can't go by, they're still, they're still developing. So they can't go by the things that, you know, you do for them. They, yeah. they need to hear, Oh, what's going on in your life? You know, how can I help you? What, you know? Yep. So yep. it's, it's huge for sure. Yep. So really, I mean, it's, you know, your job as a parent is to really be on top of your kid. I know we're all busy and it's a lot of work, but, or as an older sibling or as a aunt or uncle or as a coach or a teacher, like, you know, you necessarily may not, may not be your role, main role or your main job, but it is something you can also be a part of the solution and a part of helping prevent this kind of stuff, but just being aware of what the heck is going on in their lives. Exactly. And, and I would say most of the issues that we see start at home. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, you know, the majority of kids won't just go out and get addicted to drugs. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right away. And And it's something that we have to take accountability with kids. Anybody, anybody needs to take accountability for kids that are underage, watch them, make sure that they're, you know, that they're staying on the right track. That's our job as adults to make sure that kids, you know, get to grow up in a healthy environment. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, this is kind of heavy, but we want to, we want to really talk about issues that matter. And this is really important. This is the future of our society. So um, we want to, we want kids to grow up into healthy and uh, mentally like healthy adults too, you know, not just physically healthy, but mentally healthy. Absolutely. And emotionally healthy. Yes. <laughs> Need all the health. So let us know. Do you have any tips on this? Any information that we didn't cover? Any questions? Just shoot us a message. Shoot us a DM. Uh, shoot us an email. Whatever. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to It's a Beautiful Influence. Did you like this episode? Please share it out and tag us when you do. Also, have you subscribed yet or left us a rating or review? We would so appreciate if you did. Be sure to tune in next week for a new episode and connect with us on Instagram at creating the letter U online. Make it a fabulous day.